Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about bugs. I was working at my desk one night recently. My light was on, the window was open to the mild night air, but I was being distracted from my writing by numerous mosquitoes and two June bugs who were trying to get in through the screen. I got to thinking about bugs, that vast population of beings with which we share the earth. Ants, beetles, wasps, moths, and any number of other bugs hardly large enough to notice. And except when they are annoying me, I hardly give them any thought either. But insects have lived on this earth for hundreds of millions of years, much, much longer than humans. And having prospered this long, they have acquired great wisdom about how to live on the earth. Our ancestors recognized insect wisdom, and they venerated many of these creatures as totem animals, divine spirits, and powerful allies. So I have resolved to pay more attention to bugs. Insects are the most plentiful group of animal life on the planet. There are over 800,000 species of insects, and these are just the ones we know about. And a third to a half of these we don't even have names for yet. After all, the scientific study of insects, entomology, only began in the 19th century. That is not to say our ancestors were ignorant about insects. From ancient times, they recognized that insects do many of the same things that humans do only with much greater efficiency and much more collaboration regarding the needs of the entire community. Insects have evolved many strategies for being successful. Their antennae are dynamic sensory organs, helping them feel, smell, taste, detect temperature, and to communicate. Although insects do not have voices like ours, they have a technique called stridulating, rubbing one body part against another in order to find mates, frighten predators, and communicate other information of which we can only speculate. Most spectacular is their ability to metamorphose, to shapeshift from one form to another. They can fly, crawl, burrow. They protect themselves with exoskeleton armor, camouflage and stinging, and they eat everything. Our ancestors saw insects as mystically powerful and possessing magical energies. Ants were revered almost universally as symbols of industry, thrift, and community cohesiveness. Even the Hebrew Bible advised people to go to the ant, consider her ways, and be wise. The comings and goings of ants above ground and below ground put ants in touch with both the upper and the lower worlds and people did divination based on the movements of ants. The bee is the most universally symbolic insect. From very early times, people paid close attention to bees' behavior, partly because bees were the first domesticated insect. People equated the queen bee of the hive with their own mother goddess, and the bees' cooperative culture mirrored the ideals of human society, if not the actual practices. Many goddesses were called queen bees, including Demeter, Diana, and Artemis. 
The spider, though not technically an insect because it has eight legs instead of six, was also universally venerated because of her ability to weave delicate patterns with fiber out of her own body, graphically demonstrating the mother goddess's power to create the world out of her body. But in today's world, we have an adversarial relationship with bugs. What we are slowly beginning to understand, however, is just how constructively and harmoniously insects contribute to our ecosystem. Humans are also part of the ecosystem, but much of our presence is intrusive and destructive. The worst enemy of insects is other insects, but the worst enemy of humans is other humans. I resolve to become more aware, more curious, and more admiring of the nation of insects, and to seek ways to contribute beneficially, like the bugs, to our great and good ecosystem. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.